Hello everyone and namaste. Uh, thank you for listening to this new episode of our podcast, Be Happy and Achieve Your Goals. Um, today is the first episode of our second season. And I wanted to start this season with, uh, with a very important subject. And that is um, what and how we eat. I'm pretty sure you have um, heard uh, that phrase, you are what you eat, a million times. But I think that this whole phrase encapsulates the truth that we have forgotten. Millions of people in the United States are facing the consequences of a deficient and unhealthy diet. We consume huge amounts of sugar. There is sugar in almost everything we buy in the market and in the absence of sugar, they put uh, sugar substitutes. And another problem is the, the size of our portions. Um, the United States, I, I believe, has the, the, the record in sizes of, of the portions of, of food that we eat. Um, I have traveled to several countries and I always compare how our servings here are way bigger than, than other countries. For thousands of years, Asian and Hindu people have been very careful of the food that they eat. Hindus classify foods in three main categories, sattvic, rajasic, and tamasic. Sattvic and rajasic being somewhat um, being okay to eat, but um, tamasic food are those kinds of food that will get you uh, far from God. Asians affirm that food could be either a medicine or the cause of an illness. I mean, and if we look back into, into history, Many ancient cultures observed uh, very rigorous protocols in the way they uh, sacrifice animals for consumption and in the way that they prepare the foods. But, but in a way, we have decided to forget those protocols because it is not practical to observe, to observe those in our um, super-fast lifestyle. So it is easier to uh, get home and throw a frozen lasagna in the, in the microwave and, and eat that rather than uh, prepare a home-cooked meal. And on top of that, the ingredients that we use to cook are not the best either. The fruits and vegetables are exposed to chemicals, and milk comes from animals full of uh, hormones and antibiotics because the food companies need to um, keep up with, the, with our demands. In addition, uh, the way in which animals are slaughtered make the meat not suitable for consumption. I remember when I was a kid, growing up in the farm, um, it was common for my father and uncles and my grandfather to kill animals for our consumption. But my grandfather always insisted on how the killing of the animal had to be fast, so the animal didn't suffer. Animals were never slaughtered near the, the, the other animals that we kept in the farm. My grandfather always kept uh, the knife that was going to be used to kill the animal hidden until the very last moment. My grandfather always said that if the animal got spooked or realized that he was going to um, be killed, the meat would um, become hard and, and all those uh, stress hormones in the organism of the animal were not released. So the, those hormones um, stayed in the meat and when you ate it, you were basically eating uh, the fear of the animal. I mean, there are many videos out there showing what uh, happened in slaughterhouses. Um, most of the animals, 
that we consume suffer a tremendous amount since the day they are born. Most of the animals get separated from their mothers only a few days after they are born. Later, they are confined to small spaces, so they get big and fat quick. And later, they are loaded in trucks or trains to be transported to be transported miles away to the slaughterhouse. These animals get incredibly stressed, and that stress never leaves their bodies. And those hormones and that fear ends up in our bodies. Also, we must be conscious of the way we prepare the food. In Hinduism, for example, uh, there are very strict protocols when it comes to cooking, especially when they are preparing uh, what they call prasadam food. Prasadam is the food that becomes sacred once it is offered to God, and then it's later uh, distributed among the, the people that go to the temple. One of the requirements of cooking prasadam is cleanliness. Everything must be spotless. After all, the cook is cooking for, for God. Cleanliness is not only required to be uh, physically, it's not only the place or, or the person. It is also required in the inner sense. The person has to be clean in the inside. When cooking prasad, the cook must keep good thoughts in his mind. He must not have any impure or negative thoughts. Because when you are cooking, you are putting your energy into the food. So um, when you are cooking, are you cooking with love? Or are you thinking all those negative thoughts? Remembering all those negative experiences that you had during the day. Are you complaining because you have to cook? If you are, then you are poisoning that food. Then you are poisoning the food that you are giving to your family. So when you cook or prepare anything for your family, do it with a feeling of gratitude. Feel grateful that you have a family. Feel grateful that you have the ingredients to prepare the food. Also be grateful for those who worked so you could have that food. Put love into the food that you cook. Send your intentions into the food. While cooking, think of how this food will be a replenishment to your family's energy. Think that this food is medicine that will cure any and all illnesses that any of your family members may be suffering. Remember, in the same way that you can poison the food with bad energy, so you can charge it with good energy. So when you cook, create an enjoyable environment. Play some music, watch those uh, funny videos that you can find on YouTube, uh, listen to a nice um, audiobook, but use, use that moment, use that moment to relax and also you can use that moment as a moment of meditation. If you decide to, to meditate during the, the preparing of, of the food, Avoid cell phones, avoid emails or TV distractions. Just focus on the on the cooking and and focus your energy in charging that that food with good energy. Also, it's very important uh, the way we eat. So when you are going to eat, take a moment just to eat. Again, avoid cell phones, avoid emails, avoid meetings, talking to other people. Just take a moment and enjoy the food. By, by taking a moment and, and eating that food in a way, you are showing respect to the person who prepared it. Remember that 
the people who cook the food probably is tired. Maybe your wife or mother worked the entire day or your father had a difficult day. Yet um, this person took a moment and prepared something for you. So the, the, the minimum you can do is to enjoy the food and be grateful for it. So we, we need to be mindful when we are eating. How many times have you sat in front of the TV with a big bag of um, Doritos or um, Cheetos or whatever, and you ate the entire thing without even realizing it? So when we eat distracted, we eat even after we are full, and that overeating can lead to uh, weight gaining. Try to eat at least one meal a day with your family, and make sure there are not distractions again no cell phones no laptops or tv especially the news unfortunately the news cycles show nothing but tragedies violence gossip the perfect recipe to poison your thoughts and in in the same way the the thoughts can poison the food we're being prepared those negative energies can also poison the food while you are eating So take advantage of that time of eating and strengthen your family bonds. Spend time with your family. Just eat the food and enjoy. In my opinion, another element that we should be extremely careful with is uh, water. I mean, after all, the human body is made over 70% of water. So let me ask you, um, are you careful with the water you drink? There has been multiple experiments that shows that uh, water can be affected by locations, words, music, and thoughts. Masaru Imoto was a Japanese who uh, dedicated many years of his life to study this phenomenon. Imoto collected uh, samples of water from various sources around the world. He also exposed um, samples of water to different types of music, um, words, and thoughts. And later on, he used to uh, to put those um, samples of water in a freezer and then observe the, the formations of the crystals under the microscope. And the results were pretty amazing. The water exposed to positive environments, uh, positive music and positive words, made uh, beautiful formations uh, but those samples that were exposed to negative environments negative words um, negative music uh, negative uh, feelings uh, the crystals that form created very weird formations the crystals were like broken and with uh, amorphous um, shapes so um, if, if you are interested in, in Knowing more about this, uh, you can Google the experiments of uh, Mr. Imoto, or um, you can also find. Um, I think he wrote a book uh, called "The Hidden Message of Water." It was a really good book. Um, you can look for it and, and maybe read it if you if you would like to explore any further in the subject. I, I'm pretty I'm pretty shocked. I I see people carrying the water all around um, to me that's like leaking any any surface that you um, come across uh, the bar- bottle of water is absorbing 
the energy of the places that you are going. Can you imagine having your water in your office in a conference call that lasted a couple of hours with, um, with someone that you don't like? Later, you are summoned to your boss's office um, who maybe was not that happy with your results at work. And after that, your wife or husband calls you very upset because uh, the, the, the suit that he wanted to wear was at the dry cleaner and you didn't pick it up. And after that, you were stuck in traffic for a couple of hours. I mean, when you drink that water, you're drinking pure poison. Let's be mindful where we, where we put our water. Let's be mindful of, of the, the, the places in which our water is um, going. If, if you buy bottled water, uh, keep it in a, in a cool and quiet place. Um, if you drink tap water or um, filter water, get that water into a pitcher and let it rest for a, for a few minutes before consuming it. I personally like to keep my water in a copper pitcher. Um, according to Ayurvedic medicine, copper water has multiple um, health benefits. I, I also find very beneficial to um, take a couple of minutes before taking the first uh, glass of water of the day and send good energies into that water. Um, charge that water in the same way that you would uh, charge your food. It's, it's beneficial uh, when it goes in, you feel you feel different, you feel like, like you have been um, recharged. So um, remember, be careful with what you eat, how you eat, and be very careful with the water you drink. And again, thank you very much for um, coming back and listening to um, our podcast. So until our next episode, be strong, push forward, be happy, and achieve your goals. Thank you very much, and God bless you.